What do you want? Screaming queens. Listen, I am two seconds away from calling the police. Screaming Queens Horror Podcast. What do you want? Screaming Queens Horror Podcast to your death. Something is trying to get inside my body, and you want to sleep with me. Better give me those shoes, they're mine. Give them back to me. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. Hey, shouldn't you be folding towels somewhere, sniffing jock straps? It is time to keep your appointment with the Wicker Man. Rubs the lotion on its skin or else gets the hose again. What have you done to its eyes? I see no manhood between your legs. You're going to need death now. <laughs> the living dead. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Get away from her, you bitch. It was an asylum. And it was hell. 20 years of pure hell. The devil wins sometimes. What's that? Gods and monsters. Hello and welcome to Screaming Queens, the horror podcast of the Queer Eye View. My name is John Larkin. Stephen Moore. I'm Martin Penethy. I'm Jonathan Butler. What are you looking at? Nothing, I was just, I'm just in a world of my own at the minute, sorry. <laughs> are you okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm okay. Are, you having a good, are we all having a good week? Been alright. Yeah. I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, I'm a bit tired. I've been, in, I've been on early this week, so. Oh. I'm just forever tired. My alarm's set for five o'clock. Oh no. Oh, God. Oh. I'm tired. Yesterday I worked for four hours. Oh, such a stressful day. Four hours with hardly any porn breaks. <laughs> hardly any. <laughs> well, you know what? I don't get any in work, so, you know. <laughs> Given what you Constant. do for a living, then. <laughs> oh, dearie me. Um, well, we all managed to go and see us, didn't we, in the we last did. week? I yeah. went to the first showing of the, at the weekend, so there was no other bastard in there. <laughs> Sure, brilliant. Oh, I went to the first screen on, on Saturday and it was still fucking packed. It was, oh no, it wasn't bad, mate. I, I wanted it that way. I've had too many experiences ruined by knobheads recently, so. Yeah. Cinema experiences, that is. Not just general experiences. I went twice and both times people walked out. That's and always I, interesting. I know. I don't know what's wrong with people. Every time I go to see a horror film, at least some fucker walks out and I'm like, what are you going to these films for? Was it Terry? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, Terry liked it. Both times. You just left me about you. <laughs> the, the first one, the two people walked out within the opening five minutes. Oh. We were like rabbits. Maybe they were on the wrong out. screen. And I was just like, are you okay? And then someone, once a golf club got involved, right. some, an old couple next to me left in disgust. Wow. And it was really painful. Mm. It it's like walk out on. I went to see a first screening on fr- on Friday. A f- fact at like lunchtime. I think I went to lunchtime on Saturday. There was about twenty people in the, in the screen. Not too bad. All quiet. All you know, respectful. Probably civilized. Yeah, yeah. But before we get to the film, so uh, Night of the Hunter episode's gone down well. Uh, we have a winner. So do you oh, remember yeah. the question that you posed? I do. And what I was do. the question? Question was what was um, Robert Mitchum? What was his conviction for? Surely before film at Night of the Hunter. And what was the answer? It was drug possession, possession right. of drugs. And but it actually improved his career because he was seen as like a cool figure. Mm. The older the drugs, year. cannabis. Yeah. Come on, it's hardly worth it. Is it class is. Yeah, it's the fifties. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Anyway. Uh, so we had a winner, uh, Rebecca McCallum. You are our winner. So let's all give her the clap. Hey. 
<laughs> Rebecca, you have the clap. We've given you the clap before because she's the only one with the Suspiria poster. Um, yeah, nice. Well, her and another guy as well. There were two Suspiria posters. Um, so, yeah, lucky Rebecca or, mm-hmm. or the only person who listens. But yeah. either, way, <laughs> either way, you deserve it. That's a lovely listener. Yeah. <laughs> 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 listener. No, no, no. Uh, we've got more than one. We've got Rebecca and Ellie Costa. We, yeah, love, exactly. we love them both. Oh, we yeah. love both of our listeners. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. And Emmy called us pretty the other day on um, She Instagram, really is, so yes. We appreciate that as well. Yeah. If anyone else wants to call us pretty, feel free. <laughs> yes, you could actually find us on Instagram to call us all pretty. Because mm-hmm. even Martin is on Instagram, aren't you? Oh, I am. Do you yeah. want to give oh, those yeah. details out or do you want to keep it secret? Oh. Um, you can find me. I think I'm findable. Yeah, I think you are. Are you like Fenno or something? Something like that. Fellow 1970. You're not going to be able to make any jokes. I hope you can get yeah, now, are you? I can't. Can't, can't get me on, t- on Twitter. You still can't get me on Twitter. I'm never get me on Twitter. Although John was trying to make you trend last week. I, no, that was <laughs> <it>. <laughs> <laughs> And it gave me a shiver of apprehension. <laughs> <laughs> These days, that's never a good thing. Yeah. We'll have to find out. Well, they found yeah. out. It means you're dead I, or you're a U-tree. I said, <laughs> I said to John, I said to John, I had a moment. I saw people, people were resenting me. Joking about letting paedophiles look up my skirts. Can we watch them? Just yeah. in, just for context, by the way, if you haven't heard our nanny episode, that was what, <laughs> that, that's what Martin's referring to. He doesn't normally let paedophiles look up his skirts. <laughs> Can't believe how big they've got. You hear Gabe got a boat? Ah, ah. He's kidding, right? He's not kidding. Hey, I think it's vodka clock. Oh yeah. Where's Jason? Jason? Jason! Where were you? I didn't know if you were lost. Stick with me, and I'll keep you safe. There's a family in our driveway. It's probably the neighbors. But y'all scared of a family? Hi, can I help you? Zora, put your shoes on. So we are reviewing Us tonight, the new Jordan Peele horror movie. Um, it's getting a lot of attention online, a lot of attention on Twitter. I think it has a really good box office opening weekend as well. Box office, 70 million. 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. 70 million dollars opening weekend, wasn't it? Both of those are good figures. Oof, that oh, me. Yeah, well. Um, and so... Um, it, Basically, so the premise of Us is um, accompanied by her husband Gabe, his son Jason and daughter Zora, Adelaide Wilson heads off for a relaxing day at her childhood holiday home near Santa Cruz. Haunted by a childhood trauma that took place on the boardwalk, Adelaide is plagued with anxiety, convinced something bad is going to happen. And she's right. That night, four strangers descend upon the house and they all appear to be doppelgangers of Adelaide and her family. The Wilsons are forced into a fight for survival as it dawns on them that this invasion doesn't stop at the home. It's happening all across America. But, why not? I don't know. I don't know. I'm actually any of the wires. I really yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we will probably... Well, actually, no. It's, it, you are told, and I think we'll get to it in good time, won't yeah. we? There will be spoilers in this episode, so um, I thought we'll go around the room and first of all, before the spoilers start, we'll just sort of give our overall opinion on how we felt when we came out of the screening of the film. 
We all saw it once. Stephen saw it twice. Twice. Yeah. So, Martin, what was your overall feeling? I enjoyed it. If I made to pick between the two films, Get Out and Us, I'd pick Get Out. I enjoyed it up until somebody is facing a blackboard cutting things <laughs> with scissors and there's that, that point that I, I actually it, it started it disappointed me the mm. no no not that it, I'll explain why when okay. we get to that bit okay. you look Stephen you look a bit like Queen Z tonight <sighs> oh, okay I'll take those compliments so come on Jonathan <laughs> as soon as the, as the film ended I, I hated it because the ending is so fucking stupid but Everyone up until that point. It's great. Oh, that's that's a good review if you liked it right until the end. Right until the very end. Yeah. No, no, it's just, as I say, we'll get into that later on, but yeah. it's just yeah. the way it was done, the way it was done was... A little bit. It mm. was... Oh, there's on the nose and then there's... Yeah, that, that was my takeaway on that. But... Your thoughts? Overall, I really fucking loved it, to be honest. I yeah. thought it was great. Yeah. I thought it was really fun. For me, the biggest thing is that what I went in expecting to watch wasn't what I actually watched. Yeah. No. But I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I was the same. I got stuff out of it that I wasn't expecting to get. Okay. Which yeah. was good. I thought, there's like, you know when you go to see a film and you see a trailer and then you go to see the film and it's like the trailer was misleading mm. and it wasn't the film you wanted to watch and you get really annoyed. I feel like this was a misleading trailer but I feel like it was a purposely misleading In trailer. In a good way. And it was good. Yeah. I think they, they, they thought... Oh, that makes you think that you're just watching a home invasion horror and that's all it is. But then it was just so much bigger in scale than that. And I was like, hmm, okay, fair play. I'm enjoying it. My takeaway from it was, same as Martin, I prefer Get Out because it was much more concise. I think, I don't know if I have more to say than us, but it's it said it in a better way. Hmm. I was misled by the trailer because the trailer made me think that the film would be scary. I hmm. wasn't remotely scared for two hours. Oh, one bit. Um... I was thought I was going to get a scary home invasion thriller, but the home invasion bored me after the first 10 minutes of the home invasion. And I think there was a lot of amazing imagery. The one shot of the kids in front of the burning car. Yeah, that's amazing. As soon as I tried, pretty much avoided the trailers as much as I could, but then when I went to, I can't remember, I went to see something recently, and the trailer for us was on before it. And then it's I can't resist it. And it's all when it's when it's there, and I was like, that that shot's just amazing. I want to know what's happening there. Yeah. So shots like that are um, up there with classic, a lot of classic horror shots. Yeah, Yeah. I love it. In fact, that scene, Martin. So about we get it. I did a little cheer in the cinema to myself. There was a a deep focus split diopter shot, and Um, I was just like, oh, this is amazing. It's like Brian De Palma. Yeah. Be pleased. So there was there were lots of moments in the film that I think warrant the hype that Jordan Peele is getting for the film, but the film itself didn't warrant the hype for me. See, so I was I felt like I came out going, oh, good solid three star horror movie, whereas Twitter exploded and said this is five star horror movie, and I think three is yeah, I think three is. Fair. To be fair, though, I've seen a lot of people thrashing it. I think, I but it's it's, it's become it's become that thing now where. I have to give the most fucking volcanic hot take possible yeah. to get yeah. fucking retweets. Yeah, because, yeah. Awesome because, because everyone likes it, I'm going to say it's shit. Yeah, and, that's and, true. Yeah. And people just do that because they're yeah. fucking knobs. So the responses have ranged from it's terrible to this is the saviour of horror. So I sort of fall somewhere in the middle. 
I enjoy it. It's a, it's it's a good film. I think everybody should go and see it. It's if they're good. looking for something to, to yeah, watch, go good. and see. Yeah. And um, but it's a middling film. Yeah, I thought that. Mm, no, not for me. I'm higher. You're wrong. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, 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 maybe it's slightly better than a three, mm. but not. Okay, it's so not an eight. It's not a four. Mm. I'd give it like an eight or nine. I like it. I really like it. I think it's um, it's flawed. There's definite things that I don't like. I think the pacing is a bit off. Yeah. Especially like towards the first half, the pacing is really slow and jarring, and it doesn't quite kick in properly. Yeah. Um, the twists at the end, at the end, of it is but, a bit. Well, uh, it's not even. Uh, it's it's not a even... bit on the nose, and also it was already. It was fucking obvious from five minutes in. Yeah, Did everybody, because I, I could, like, five minutes in, knew what the twist was going to be. Does everyone... I, I didn't know. get it from the beginning, yeah. but I got it from okay. about halfway. Yeah. Yeah, I knew straight away. Daddy still didn't know again until we yeah. left, and then I told him. Yeah. You see what I mean? You can be hitting nails on the head, and people still don't get yeah. what's going on. Yeah. And then for them to try and hammer it home at the end, as if you're fucking stupid, I was like, this is uh, this is genuinely offensive. Yeah. <laughs> This is this is offensive now. If you didn't get, cause I showed you the night of the day, there was a someone on Twitter saying the ending of Us Explained. Like, if you needed that shit, oh, oh, if you need that explained to you after you just yeah. watched the film, see that is my problem. That's my pro- that's what we're talking about. Yeah, what's yeah. when I'm saying that's my problem with the film. Yeah, is at that moment at the blackboard the exposition dump. It get yeah. yeah. Okay. It's like the ending of it's like the ending of Psycho, where they give you a big explanation about why it's, yeah. why it's okay. Psycho, and you just you don't need it. Yeah. If you're that stupid that you need it, you're not going to know that you you you're not going to know that you've not you need an explanation <laughs> in the first place because you're that stupid. Yeah. These it just didn't need to happen. <laughs> These like end and explain videos is what's wrong with cinema enough. Like I literally every time I see some one pop up anywhere of any film I'm like no and if you actually watch them all they're always bullshit they actually either get the meaning completely wrong <laughs> or they explain something that was fucking obvious yeah. and it's like just shut up shut yeah. up please stop making these videos yeah. no nobody needs that yeah that scene actually was quite menacing if there'd been a completely different dialogue <laughs> which wasn't explaining to me what I already yeah. knew yeah um, it could have been a, an even better scene because it was quite menacing, even though nothing really was yeah. happening in one sense. Yeah, just just that character standing at the blackboard with scissors cutting out yeah, what, okay. what wasn't what wasn't apparent right immediately. Yeah, was actually quite sinister. Yeah, so I think it's flawed, but I preferred it to get out. Actually, I to be honest, I think it's probably about as good. I think get out was the same. Get out. Was a good film, don't get me wrong, but I think it was it was massively overhyped. It was massively inflated. I thought. I think it's a good eight out of ten film, where people were like, "Oh, this is like fucking ten million out of 10. I think. Yeah. Yeah, but I think <laughs> yeah. for me, Get Out was more efficient and more efficient in the way it told the story. It didn't. It wasn't flabby. This film felt flabby to me. There were lots of moments in it where I was thinking, oh my God, get on with it. And that was before the home invasion and then during the home invasion when nothing happened. Mm-hmm. People were chased off in different directions and then nothing actually really happened. 
Um, it sort of it, there was lots of moments where there was a, there was promise of real horror that I thought mm. was coming. Too many people survived. With so. yeah, <laughs> well, that's it. But they, they were always going to, I suppose. Yeah. Right? They, none, yeah. none of the, the main cast were going to die. Really. Yeah. Yeah. When I went to see life. Get Out, it was like I knew what I was going out for before you even watched it. Like you knew what the analogy was going to be, and everything was there. And then it played out exactly how I knew it was going to play out, and I enjoyed that. This. Even though it wasn't perfect, it just wasn't what I was expecting. Mm. And that to me is, mm. that's a good thing. If you can give me something that I'm not expecting, that I had to think about for a bit, not the ending, but yeah. <laughs> the overall themes and like, I know there's layers there, I was interested. Yeah, so I was surprised mm. straight away. The first, like the opening shot explains about the tunnels and the yeah. America, and I was just like, oh, what's this about? This I was is... so confused. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, this is interesting. Well, I thought that was interesting, and again, that gave me some promise that I yeah. thought wasn't. I don't know. I, it was like. But to, that, to me, that gives me a clue what I think this film is actually about. <coughs> yeah. Which I'll get. We'll get into later, cool. obviously. Well, when it said tunnels, <laughs> I thought, oh, it's gonna, it's gonna like spiral off and the family are going to be chased through all these <coughs> tunnels under the ground it's going to be subterranean it's going to be like the descent but with lots of black people <laughs> I thought this <laughs> going to be, it's going to be fabulous and it wasn't it wasn't a bad it wasn't bad <coughs> at all it's in fact it's a good film it is a good film um, I think three is very harsh but I feel like I know but I am quite harsh when it comes to stuff like that I just didn't enjoy it as much as I thought I would Okay, but then I've said that before. We'll discuss then, how you're wrong in a second. I, I've said that before, and I've gone back and watched stuff a second time, and gone, "Oh no, actually, like a like Hereditary, I, I much enjoyed that more. I enjoyed that much more the second time. So I'm looking forward to seeing it again and giving it another chance. I'm not going to sit here and be a hot take boy and be like, it's awful. Yeah. Because those people are idiots. It's not awful. It's good. It's a good, well made film, but it could have been more efficient. Three yeah. out of five. Final word. Good night. <laughs> you can get me at Johnny Lark. <laughs> Bloody joke. Um. So should we plunge in? Yes. With spoilers? We're going to trick you, we're going to spoil it for you. Yeah. Um, it's someone's going to get fingered. Yeah. Somebody's going to get fingered while we're <laughs> podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> someone's going to get tethered. Um, yeah, somebody's going to get tethered and we may even offend you. We, pr- we probably will. Yeah. I'll be disappointed if we don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be problematic. <laughs> <laughs> you will not enjoy our narrative at all. <laughs> Anyway, <clears throat> that said, please keep listening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hands Across America. We open with Hands Across America, don't we? Is that right? Uh, well, it's a tunnel. It's, well, it's a little explanation of the tunnels in the first. Yeah. About so, the tunnels under America. The Jordan is telling us that there are all these tunnels and unused mm-hmm. um, subway stations and stuff. General underground. And then we see lots of rabbits caged, don't we, before yes. then? yes. Before we get to Hands Across America, I'd yeah, yeah, we just have a, 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 a track, just a tracking shot of more and more That's rabbits. It, it, just, it zooms out on the rabbits, doesn't it? Yeah. Rabbits. Eleven rabbits. Where's There's everything in it. There's layers, people. <laughs> oh, layers. Is, it, is it eleven rows and eleven columns, is it? Yeah. Oh, there we go. Uh, that just means he planned the movie before he made it. That is not. Doesn't, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah. doesn't add a star. Yes. He, didn't, he didn't just make it up as a metal To be fair, that's probably like good for most people now. It's, yeah, yeah. Rabbits, bunnies, bunnies, which took both Martin and I to Buffy the Musical. Yeah. Um, and then Hands Across America. So that was a real advert, wasn't it? It was in 1986. But the main thing that I took away from it was that 6.5 million people took part. 
including Liza Minnelli. And there was just a picture of Liza Minnelli holding hands with Yogo Erno, and I was just like, this is camp. Wow. <laughs> I'm surprised Matthew Jackson wasn't involved. I think he was. He oh. was in whatever town the Jacksons came from in Indiana. Gali, uh, isn't it? Oh, right. Yeah. Gali, Indiana. And he tried to, he was raising money for people in Africa and poor and people in America. Like yeah, they were, they were raising money for starving people in Africa and America. Yeah. It tells you everything. Yeah. 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 And they, they were aiming for 50 to 100 million and they got 34 million. And then. Um, it costs that much to run that they only actually get about 11 million. Oh. A little bit awkward. Mm. And the line of people across the country, there was big gaps in it. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's some bits where it repeated. Right, yeah. So, yeah. It's basically just like a, like hands across a little bit of the motorway and then they give up. Yeah. And did they have to like get the same people to stand in different spots and film them <laughs> at different times? <laughs> like the crowd scene in the Vita. Yeah, you just like <laughs> ran, ran. <so>. Yeah. <laughs> Keep running. Yes. <laughs> yes. Keep running while those children will die. Take your jacket off so you look different. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it starts in 1986, doesn't it? And yes. then we meet Adelaide when she's a little girl. Um, well, on... if you... Uh, sorry. Uh, that scene, when, when, it's, when that advert is turned off, you can see the reflection and it's, you can see that Adelaide's actually watching the advert. You can see her reflection in the cell. I saw there was a kid, but I couldn't tell who yeah. it was. There's someone's got a copy of Chud as well on to, on to next to the telly. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that's what It's all subterranean stuff as well, isn't yeah. it? Um, so then they're on the boardwalk at, at Santa Cruz. Now, was that a Lost Boys reference at the beginning? I wondered that. Because it's 1986, they're on the boardwalk, and he says they're making a movie over there mm. at the carousel. Oh, yeah. Nobody seems to have mentioned this, but... I thought the Lost yeah. Boys... The film and it is a bit of a random ref. Like yeah. that line seems random. Yeah. Did, was anyone getting molested over there? <laughs> 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 yeah. That yeah. was a really giveaway. Yeah. Yeah. Someone's getting fingered by the carousel. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I thought uh, just someone was going to get fingered. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, so we're already there. We're already there. The oily, jokes. An oily sax man. <laughs> oily oily sax, sax man. man. He should have been holding the eleven eleven. So yeah. Adelaide's wanders off, doesn't she? In into the down onto the beach. And there is a hall of mirrors, yeah. and she goes into the hall of mirrors. It's all creepy, um, and owl pops out, mm. and then um, in the hall of mirrors, she thinks she has stood in front of a mirror of herself, but it's actually another little girl who looks exactly like her. Mm. And it's the wrong way mirror trick. Yeah, she's always creepy. And then that's it. Then and then it cuts away, doesn't it? Yeah. So you don't see what happens to her, which is weird for me. It screamed what the twist was because you yeah. don't see what happens. So it's like, oh, okay. So then, so Adelaide has grown up and she is now played by Lupita Nyongo. And she has her husband, Gabe, who is like cuddly bear type, does excellent man spread scenes. <laughs> excellent man spread. Which yeah. Yeah. gave me a twinge in my minge, guys. Uh, and <laughs> they've got two kids, a little boy and a little girl, and they are Zora and Jason. And for me, they're the standouts of this film. Really good. I really love both of them. Really enjoyed their performances more than the other ones. I think Lupita was she, she annoyed me. No, I loved her. She really annoyed me. She didn't have for me one of the one of my issues with this film. Really strange. She seemed to be having. I mean, and it kind of makes sense given the twist, but she seemed not to have a real connection with either of the kids. Mm. For me, I, was, I found it a bit odd. She was better as the villain. I thought. 
Yeah. Even with the funny voice. Yeah. And they are headed to the childhood home. It's like a summer home, essentially. Because yeah. mm. yeah. there's the line saying this is the first time we've been here since Grandma dies or something. Because he's still yeah. laying around because she doesn't want to go to the beach because she's now scared of beaches. Surprise, they go to the beach. <laughs> so he wants he wants to go to the he beach. He wants to go to the beach to meet the friends and they don't want to go. Yeah. Oh, the dad's bought a boat. Yeah, that kind that's of matters. It does matter. Yeah. See, um, and you, and it's that thing where if it shows you something, and it if it shows you something, it's gonna pop up later on in the film. Yeah, it's, plot, fact, it's plot specific. But you see the boat, and you think, oh, they're gonna escape on that. Everything in this is set up and payoff. Like there is, Even it's the all there. Like the, the fact that the fact that the boat breaks down, and it's like, oh, you just gotta hit it, and it'll be fine. And then the yeah. fact that it goes left by itself, and you're like, oh, that's obviously gonna be relevant. Why yeah. would they say yeah, otherwise? Yeah. And like the kid gets locked in the cupboard, but he uses a little ambulance to keep it open. Yeah, that obviously comes back later as well. Everything yeah. in there, but I like that it's concise film. We can, well, that's what, yeah. If you're gonna put something in there, it needs to have a reason. To he is there. making a horror film at the end of the day. You know, he said he said that as he doesn't. He, he says that he makes horror films. You know, I know a lot of people are like, oh, you know, I'm better than calling my films horror films. Yeah, which he's not said. He got know. annoyed that people called Get Out a Thriller. Yeah, and he said, no, it's a horror. And he said, and there will be no great here. Here, this is a horror. No, but yeah. I've still seen people call it a thriller. No, yeah. I respect that. I've seen people still call us a thriller in the last few days. That's what I'm saying. Us are still called yeah. a thriller, but no, no, yeah, no. So it's not higher or horror either or art horror like elevated it. horror elevated. is the one elevated horror yeah no it's horror they go to the beach that's where Kitty and Josh are isn't it the Tylers yeah the slightly richer white friends yeah and she's Elizabeth Moss who's from Handmaid's Tale and, yeah. and Mad Men I like her and she's a Scientologist Oh, don't like me. Yeah, yeah. And he is she's a good actress though Josh played by Tim Heidecker so they're quite like a fun sort of yuppie preppy couple aren't they who were who were yeah I didn't get the relationship because like it felt like they were meant to be really close yeah but then the kids obviously didn't like the other kids but that's okay that's normal but then the mum and the other mum just didn't seem to get on at all but she was very. See, the, the impression I was getting was that she was just kind of just lost. She just was pissed all the time. Like yeah. That. And then we just didn't really care. Well, that. some of the dialogue in that team confused me because it, it came across that like they didn't know each other. Yeah. Because Kitty was chatting away to her. And then um, Adelaide turns around and says, I'm sorry, I just don't really do talk, small talk. So and she if, goes, I get that. I get like, that. And it felt like they, did, they didn't know each other. They but, didn't know each other that well. But they were obviously long term friends. Yeah. So it was weird. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that. Because they were dancers together, weren't they? You find out later on. That's, yeah. how, that's how they knew each other. Yeah. And the, yeah, there's like funny. It's weird because when you look at the twist that we'll talk about later, it's it's funny when you try and think about that realistically about what Adelaide's life has been like up until now and her relationships with other people. And I feel like Kitty w- would more likely have said, you know, it's fine. I know you don't like small talk. You know, if it was something that yeah. gave you the impression that yeah. they then, knew each other. That's yeah, it, it, it that bit kind of bothered me both times I watched it. It didn't make mm. any more sense to me. Yeah. I think that's just a bit of poor dialogue. So whilst they're... I didn't like a lot of the dialogue in this. But whilst they're chatting away, you see the relationship, don't you, with the kids. So the two bitchy daughters... Mm. The twins, are The they? twins, yeah. Becca and Lindsay are like quite bitchy, aren't they? And standoffish with Zora. Whereas, um, and they mean to Jason. Yeah, because Jason. So Jason is the son, and he is painted as being a little bit um, removed, doesn't he? He's like a little bit. I don't know whether he's a little bit autistic or whatever. He's he's just a little bit quiet. 
introverted he doesn't really mix with with the others that much um, and I thought that was quite a sweet you know he was quite a sweet character yeah, I liked him and he sees a man standing near with blood dripping on his mm. hand we'd already seen this man dead earlier on by the way and it's the guy from with the Jeremiah sign I was that the same one but you see him at the start don't you when um, the little girl when I was later child you see him there he's quite young and he's got the sign hasn't mm. he but you see him te- well well I don't want to spoil too much of it. Are we, are we in the spoiler yeah, section? We're in the spoiler, spoiler section now. What I got was the the guy that you saw dead at the start. That is the that's this one. Yeah. That guy that's there on the beach is the tethered version. It's the tethered yeah, version. Yeah. So yeah. already you're starting to see and a tethered person appearing. I see, yeah. yeah. And from the trailer and stuff, it looks like the man is standing there with his arms outside in a kind of Jesus pose and hmm. he's got the Jeremiah He's thing. got the red hands, But hasn't he? in reality, he's standing there as the first person as part of the chain. Holding yeah. hands. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that yeah. nobody else has joined him, yeah. And he gives off like a scarecrow vibe as well. Yeah. Scarecrow on the beach. Nice. Yeah. No, he's not joined him. Mm. No. No, not yet. <laughs> Jason sees this guy and it's all freaky. Again, it's another really great image. I really, I really like the image of him stood there on the beach because mm. he just looks so out of place. And that's kind of one of those things that kind of freaks you out, doesn't it? When something just doesn't look right in that spot. Yeah. It's not real, it's not right. But it's also the sort of strange, he, it, he could also be sort of the sort of strange character that appears in tourist spots around fairs mm. and beaches as well, yeah, do you know, be. just like one of those oddity. Yeah. Trust me, less than six months ago I was stood in this very, very spot in Santa Cruz on this beach and he would not have looked out of place. <laughs> <laughs> so we think Jason's in danger but then nothing actually happens to he him. He just goes to the toilet, doesn't he? Yeah, he goes to the but the mum has like the panic over it, which I did think was yeah. a nice moment. Well, this moment, so the the beach scene for me was what it really captured was that feeling of anxiety. Mm-hmm. I thought that that was really clear in in the way she, she performed it, um, and you know I you know that when you when you're in the depths of anxiety where you do happy things with with people and everyone's happy all around you, sunny day everything's perfect, yeah. but you just can't shake that feeling. Yeah. That that black yeah. cloud is sort of over your head. They, I thought I thought this section captured that really well definitely yeah. there was like just the incongruence of of her of Elizabeth Moss yeah drinking rosé and she's on like a third glass yeah. and she just so doesn't give a shit it's vodka o'clock yeah and <laughs> <laughs> she's going off for a vodka yeah yeah um, and Adelaide's just completely and utterly restrained yeah she's not kicking back she's, oh she's drinking as well she's not even drinking yeah and a she glass of awkwardly says a bottle of soda yeah so um, yeah. th- they leave Kitty and Josh at the beach, don't they? And then they head home. Yeah, everyone right. heads back home. Because she says she wants to be gone by dark. Yeah, yeah. And then that's where she does a bit of an exposition to her husband. Is that is that in the man spread scene? Yeah, the man spread scene. She tells the story of the child and the cloud over her head, whilst he sits there with his legs open. Yeah. A seductive, uh, yeah, <laughs> no. like he, I like I want him to suffocate me with his thighs. His thighs are huge. Oh, God, yeah, can't pass over me. No, his the thighs, thighs are amazing. Are amazing. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know the name of the actor, but his thighs are incredible. Winston, Winston Duke. Winston Duke. Winston He's Duke. out of um. He was in Black Panther. I didn't see it. Winston Duke. Your thighs are. He was hot to die well. for. <laughs> yeah, they really, really are. To die of, to die to in. To die, yeah. He can't quite take it seriously, can he? He sort of strikes up a, like a. 
he strikes a bit of an off note in his reaction, doesn't he? Mm. To to her right. talking yeah. about the because he he is sort of trying to be he's trying to lighten the mood. He's not really quite believing it, but he's trying to be supportive. She senses all of that. It all yeah. just doesn't quite fit or work. Yeah, I find him really kind of cute and endearing. He's a bit of a useless oaf. Doesn't he joke about it? You can see somebody outside. Oh, I can see somebody outside. Yeah. And, then he's, yeah. and then he's taking the piss. And then the end of that scene, basically the kid runs in and goes, There's people, there's outside. There's people outside. There's a family in the driveway. Yeah. Yeah. I always, think, line, I I always yeah. don't feel like he is useless. There is sort of, sort of he's, it's always like Adelaide is being oversensitive. I mean, obviously, she's not because the whole film is just end there and yeah. nothing has <laughs> happened. Yeah. But. It's it's that um, it's the sort of thing that happens in couples all the time, isn't it? That mm. one is maybe a little bit too sensitive about a particular issue, and the other person's maybe a bit too laid back, and it's that tension, that crisis that happens. Well, it's that, that happens every so often. It's that classic dynamic of I want to get my end away, whereas you're still yeah. hung up over the fact that you were swapped with an evil doppelganger when you were a child. Mm. We've all been there. <laughs> yeah. And if we'd only fall. You forget all about that exactly. and feel better. Exactly. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Um, and this is where we differ as well, because, uh, again, on this, because I didn't find him endearing. I hated him. He annoyed the fuck out of me. Oh. I really, I really liked him. Yeah. I mean, there's bits that I wanted to strangle him. Yeah. I don't like him when he gets his leg hurt and he just whines. Yeah. Yeah. Bore off. But I found him really... Yeah. I think he's cute. I think funny. for the like, first five minutes, yeah, but then I was like, no, he's, he's really irritating me. He's like, Goofy dad. I just thought he was a bit useless. Oh, I don't think it was. He wasn't like annoying Goofy. Okay, we'll, we'll disagree. But we agree on his thighs. Yeah, we agree on that. <laughs> we agree That's on all that matters. That's all that matters. Yeah. So, family in the driveway. Yeah, and he goes out to try and intimidate them. Yeah. Then runs back in and <laughs> makes them call the police, even though she called. The image of them still in the driveway is very creepy, isn't it? Yeah, it's got to wear like was like red red overalls. Yeah, all wearing with scissors and. They're just, but they're just in silhouette, aren't yeah, they, in the driveway? Yeah. You can't really see them. Holding hands. Yeah. Tethered. And then when they start to move towards the house, well, actually, it's only it's only, it's only the, the it's only the dad figure mm. that moves towards the house. The house and the creepy thing there is the kids. The, the clock hang or something that sends the kids <laughs> going <laughs> off in opposite <laughs> directions. The they scatter into the shadows. Scurries yeah. in the bushes. Yeah, scurries, that's scurries creepy. Wind, yeah. It is really good. Yeah. See, yeah. the film did, I know it didn't scare you, John, but it did scare me in lots yeah. of places. You'd have enjoyed watching me oh, yeah, watch this film yeah. because I did get into it. I mean, I, I sort of get why it wasn't really scary, but I am very, I'm very good at, I'm very good at suspending my disbelief and getting into being scared of yeah. things that, that you shouldn't necessarily be scared about. Well, I usually enjoy me. You should have seen me watching someone's watching me the other night, which I've seen four <laughs> times in a TV, TV movie. <laughs> And Ben will tell you, I scream twice in <laughs> 10 minutes. So I can I, I know what you mean, and I can get into it. Do you know what though? I think with those scenes, I think it's because I'd seen them in the trailer as well. Yeah. So I was kind of knew what was coming yeah. up. Yeah. See, there's this one scene in particular later on that really freaked me out, and it played over the next day to me where I was like, I was getting a shower, and I closed my eyes, and the image came back into my head. Amazing. And then I, went, I like, opened my eyes, and I went, oh, I don't like it. <laughs> I will love it when I'm, a horror movie does that. Yeah, and I haven't had that feeling in quite a while, so I was like, it obviously yeah. has yeah. say up some of the imagery to yeah. affect me. So home invasion happens. Yeah. They get into the house. Very quick. 
very very quickly um, and then so then the, the Wilsons are met with like the mirror image of themselves in the living room aren't they yeah apart from the little boy Pluto looks slightly different from Jason doesn't he because yeah. he's got like a white got a white mask mask on is it like a like American football fabric mask or something or it's a, a it's like a surgical it's a surgical mm. mask because he's burnt isn't he so yeah. it's like it's like it's like to cover his bones. Yeah, um, like a, a following a skin graft. It's yeah, one of those, isn't but it? he so that image there, I found that very creepy. The mm. kids in the white house, and he's called Pluto. Pluto after the planet, but, isn't it? Yeah, but I was thinking it's more like Pluto the dog. I was thinking Pluto the dog because he behaves like a dog. He is more dog like, and she like strokes him oh. and he crawls around. Does he? Creepy. I'm yeah. sure I thought he referenced the planet. I think they do. Did you re- um, yeah, yeah. reference the planet, don't you? That's why it's called that. If you want to get crazy, we can get crazy. What are you people? It's us. They look exactly like us. They think like us. They know where we are. We need to move and keep moving. They won't stop until they kill us. And we kill them. So home invasion moments. Um, so for yeah, so for me, one of my one of my main issues with the film is I felt like the home invasion went on a bit too long, um, and not enough happened. I thought I thought it was going to be a bit more brutal, a bit more. I liked her description though of the parallel life and how she was talking about like um, you got to eat lovely food and I had to eat raw rabbit, raw rabbit, yeah, and then like. The surgery had to take the baby out, and I had to do it all myself. Out. Oh then, yeah, like, that was good. Yeah, just describing like the yeah. idea of having to cut a baby out of your yeah. stomach is just like yeah, you don't even have to show me. But uh, you creep me out by saying it. I'd like to have seen it though. For me, no. though, by this point, this is what confirmed the twist to me because no, no one else spoke, and she did. And early on in the film, they say um, our daughter stopped speaking, and we wanted to speak. So it's like the people that are tethered don't speak, and the people, uh, and yes. the people that aren't do speak. So the fact she was the only one speaking, and then you knew, then you remembered the scene where our daughter doesn't speak. It's like oh, it's confirmed now. Yeah. Half an hour in, you, you knew what the twist was going to be. Yeah. And so when the over when the over explain it at the end, it was so fucking annoying. It was the general rule of horror movies and soap <laughs> operas is that if somebody if if something happens with someone's in peril. You don't see if it. they vanish and the, you never see them, happen. then they're not dead because you haven't seen the dead body. Mm. But if there's two of them and one of them ends up in a car driving home with the parents, but you don't see what happened, it means that it's not the one that you the, think the evil one. It's definitely it's the evil. always the evil one. Yeah. yeah. So, it, but by that point, I was like, it, I was it was confirmed what the twist was for me. Yeah. 
I don't think knowing the trust ruins anything, though. No, it doesn't. So, it didn't bother me. No, it just annoys you a when you rub it in your face. Yeah, it was offensively rubbed in. Yeah. But, yeah. Right. So, yeah, so in in this bit, there was some... Um, it, was, it was a few, like, moments where it cut away to things. And there were a few time bubbles, so it cut to the different things that were happening. But then it come back, and no one had moved on. It was like they were still sort of sitting there. Hmm. It was like they were still having the same conversation. Because they all, like, pair up, don't they? They, they, yeah. they all... They're all Pursued by the doppelganger, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. I thought the bit with the two boys in the cupboard, so Pluto and Jason are sitting in the little cupboard, and Pluto takes his mask off. Yeah, that's good. I thought that was good. And then this is the first bit where you see, just between them two, he seems to have like a bit of control over um, Pluto. Or like Pluto likes to copy him. Yeah, he's mirrored on enough, and he does, isn't he? Like he moves it, which plays later on. Well, yeah, they don't like to do Yeah. Um... And I thought that was just like quite interesting the way he does it. Yeah, definitely. And when Umbre chases Zora off into the night, um, I enjoyed that. But it, yeah, so with all of them, with all the with the four different things that happened, I thought more was happening. Those four different yeah things, if you know what I mean. See, so. I for me it didn't bother me because by this point it's like the home invasion film. That was a red herring, basically. That yeah. was just, that, that they showed that in the trailer, but that was just to get you in, and the film was actually about something else. You yeah. Know? Mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, so I didn't mind that that was kind of the the home invasion didn't really pan out because it wasn't about that. A nice subversion, then, isn't it? When the so the the main family of the black family and they sort of they they fight back and get away, and then it cuts to the middle class white family who <laughs> all just, just all get murdered. Which is quite fun. There's a second home invasion. Yeah, there's two. But actually, that's, it's much more of a summary. It's much more of a summary series of executions, isn't mm, it? Yeah. Um, They're all just murdered at the same time. They're all murdered at the same time. And actually, that's quite scary. And how that starts is quite... It, it scared me. Yeah. It did. It just was like it. The, the doppelganger of the daughter just appearing out of nowhere. Yeah. Just completely... That did completely throw it. It was yeah. it was it was fast and it because like nothing really happened in the first one. This just kind of went boom, I'm gonna yeah. hit you in the face with it. So you're not gonna have any murders in the first home invasion, but we're gonna pay it off in the with the second time yeah. invasion. And it's brutal and it's fast. And the white double gangers were scarier. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Especially the dad really fucking freaked me out. I really so my favourite moment of the whole movie is the Alexa moment. Yeah. Ophelia. Yeah. What's the name of this? Ophelia. Ophelia. Ophelia called the police. Now playing NWA for <laughs> yes. that was just the best. I like I also. Loved it. I love a good horror scene set to cherry music, so them getting murdered to yeah. the boys was just fucking good. <laughs> good vibrations, yeah. Yes. yeah. So fucking good. Yeah, I loved it. That's I a also... bit of a like a, a Manson thing for me, isn't it as well? Charlie yeah. Manson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Manson family. I love anything where somebody gargles on their own blood. I just think Ooh. it sounds. Disgusting! It's vicious, <laughs> and she is gargling in her blood as she's crawling across the floor to a dead husband yeah. and trying to speak to the affiliate thing, and that's just so vicious. They all get killed off quite quickly, and then the Wilsons turn up at the house for help, don't they? Yeah. And they think that it's it's them. They think it's the Tyler who are sort of opening the door and set and you know welcoming them in. She clicks on, but yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't last long. Does yeah, it? She gets onto it. Um, so what does she start? It was is this the bit with the golf clubs? Yeah, with the daughter finds the golf club first, don't they? And then yeah. the mum's got kidnapped and taken upstairs. Yeah, whilst the crazy woman's putting on makeup. So that bit with the um, 
Elizabeth Moss was supposed to make one. You can see that actress is having a fucking ball. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I thought she was really good. Yeah. And all of this. Yeah. And then, good. yeah, the, the young daughter starts making her way through the house for the um, dog club. And I say, I really don't like the fucking gymnastic bitches. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> that was no. That was no. That was terrible. That was almost as bad as the wheelies and the turns were. Like spinning, spinning around. And the yoga from behind. What are you fucking doing? You walk into the room and you can just see the bitch in the background doing a handstand and I was just like, no, don't like it. Get away. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't he just get knocked right off the balcony though with the golf club? Yeah. It's It's brilliant. So it was a badass. Yeah. yeah, she's, she's a great. badass. I love both the kids, but I feel like she's the heroine of the film mm. for me. She's amazing. Yeah, but I well, might, might not be the right time to talk about it. Maybe later. But did, what did you think of the symbolism of the? Because a lot of the doppelgangers will have a golf club on, don't they? Yeah, they have one golf club, and oh, the gloves. The gloves. They have one golf club, don't they? All oh, right, yeah. yeah and yeah. she's using a golf club to beat them with, basically. Yeah. And for me, I think that's kind of like golf is seen as like a very like a middle class. It's very bit of bit of rich person's sport. It's a, that's hmm. what I mean. So I think that's what the I think that's what that's I like, on. Yeah. Okay, so I'm just gonna get my main theory, which I haven't seen anyone discuss online yet. This film focuses on a middle class black family that is obsessing how their rich white friends have so much better than them. they've got the better vote they've got the better car and he like he's flexed on him with his new car and everything and he's all jealous and they're jealous of the home and everything mm. like that and there's all that kind of subtext but then beneath them you've got the actual people who are suffering and it's like kind of checking your privilege that even these middle class black people when we're seeing themselves as disadvantaged with the fucking summer home yeah yeah well that wasn't yeah I, I, I totally see what you mean. What I also got from it, on the flip side of that, was if when you come from a place of disadvantage and you make it and you become successful, you go through your life riddled with guilt and you go through your life being judged by the people you've, I'm using quotation marks with your fingers now, left behind. And it felt like that played a lot into it as well. Yeah. There was a lot of... I felt like one of the themes in it was the, the guilt of being successful in mm. your life yeah. and how people don't like to see you be successful yeah. and that you've you've sold out you've yeah. sold out and you've left us behind and I felt like there was a lot of that in there as well yeah completely. so I think those two things are linked it's, it's a bit like saying don't be so quick to write off the people you've left behind because essentially they're just like you they're, they're, they're the same as you so the people you're walking over in the street so say the people the people you're stepping over who are homeless in the streets or whatever they're the same as you you're, you're a human yeah, being yeah and I, the same. and I feel like even the twist at the end is like a metaphor of like how one little thing changed how you lived a completely different life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you could have just been that poor person, but you've ended up living into yeah. the life. These days, aren't you? What are you two? What are you two paychecks away from being yeah, on being the, the street? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's what the film is about. I think that's what the the general commentary is about. Yeah. It's, it's about like the homeless, the homeless problem in America. Yeah. And these people who are just. A, a genuine underclass in mm. the some of them actually yeah. live underground. Well, that's it. In have you seen? Uh, yeah. Have you seen Vegas? Have you seen documentaries about that? Yeah, like, like they live in the storm drains and like, the sewers, don't they? And, and I think like Seattle or maybe um, is it Seattle or Portland has got like just like underground communities yeah. of like homeless people. Yeah, and some and of them have, some of them some of them get killed 
when the because the living the storm drains because it very rarely rains so it's really really dry mm-hmm. a great place to yeah, live yeah. but then it does rain and and it's torrential and they drown mm-hmm. yeah, it's like it's awful yeah. and i think interesting i think you're right that is the main theme isn't it because even the first person that you see is the gentleman guy who looks like a homeless man like looks like crazy yeah so that's what that so that, um, there's, there's also something about actually the white family don't worry about being successful no. Just they just they just they just get on and exist mm. with being successful and enjoying being successful. They enjoy all of that luxury. There's something around leaving leaving people behind and becoming successful, mm. but actually still yearning for more. The Tylers are all dead. Um, the Wilsons fight back against the Tylers. They kill. Do they kill all of their tethered mm. tethers? Um, we think they're all dead. And she goes back in for the car keys, doesn't she? Good. Yeah, because yeah. they have this, the, the scene that got the most laughs both times we went. When, when my first audience was really engaged and laughed at all the jokes and stuff and yeah. the funny moments. There is quite a few funny moments in it. There is. But like the second audience was just like stone faced. Yeah. But they all laughed the good old fashioned. You throw a reference in and everyone gets their reference. Oh, that was funny. Home Alone one, is it? Yeah. Oh, that was um, amazing. That was funny. I like yeah. that. <laughs> The dad suggests that they stay and set up base camp, and the mum mm. suggests that no, we need to go to Mexico and like go along the border. And then she says, yeah. um, "He went, oh yeah, let's do some like home." I know you did not just reference Home Alone, and um, put micro machines down. And then the two kids go, <laughs> "What's, What's a, a micro machine? machine? What's Home Alone?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's it is funny. It is funny. Although I don't believe it, I'm sure I'm sure Home Alone's on the on the telly. Yeah, like, it's, it's, never time. Time. Yeah. it's on every Christmas, but yeah. But it is funny. But yeah, it's a good joke. I don't know, it jarred for me. I just thought some of the jokey bits were a bit like, oh. And like then the bit with the car, yeah, oh no, I'm riding the, in the front of I'm riding the, And they're arguing about who's killed the most. about to be murdered. Yeah. And you yeah. Oh come on, I don't I like the name no. arguing about the kill count. Yeah, I I've got more kills. Kill ca- yeah. I'm driving, I'll kill more than you. Yeah. Yeah. And then the add off each I think that's just like a nice little bit of surreal no, yeah, that, in that situation. I, again, that's just kind of it is actually a horror film, so the horror films do have a bit of humour in them. Yeah, no, I know. So I maybe it's it's probably one of those just one of those moments where I just need to lighten up and enjoy it a bit more. And you know, but for me I was just a bit like oh. I don't know. Yeah, I think I think uh, I think I, I think I was just wanting more. Especially, anyway. I don't think it broke any tension when they were making the joke. I think it did for me. I think it did, especially that bit with the car. But then once they were in the car, um, and Zora was driving. Yeah, and, and the run. That was the car. Yeah. I think, but that was kind. Of, that was a between the tension, wasn't it? Because the family are dead in the house, yeah. and then so it, it you're having a break, aren't you? And then yeah. when when they start driving. Doesn't the girl reappear? Yeah. Because he's on the roof yeah. of the car, isn't she? Yeah. I think we've yeah. already broke the tension and yeah. we were winding down for a little bit. Yeah. You shouldn't wind down in a horror movie. It should just keep going. <laughs> it needs to ramp up. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, because I enjoyed that moment. But at, yeah. at the same time, I did say that I had problems with the pacing in this. So yeah. Maybe you're right. But I enjoyed that moment. So mm-hmm. I don't care. The slam on the brakes, the girl flings her off into the street and then the mum goes out to like check to see if the girl's dead and to finish it off but there's a little bit before that as well isn't in the house when the mum is killing oh shit no yeah that was when it clicked on and cause and as her daughter walks in and sees it and she's like grunting she does like, like a grunt and yeah. She's mm, yeah it was that grunt that gave it away yeah for me but I I, 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 I knew that then yeah. yeah well I was a bit slower <laughs> I was a bit slower it was the grunt that got to me and he Teddy was like the literally last seconds before the reveal and he was going he turned around to me and went um, 
was like, I really like her. She's so badass. The mum's so badass. And I went, Terry. <laughs> I was like, have you not noticed something else is going on here? And he was like, what, what? And then the reveal happened and he was like, uh. <laughs> well, as soon as you saw that it was referencing Hands Across America, you knew that it, 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 that, that had to be, that, that had to confirm it because there's no way someone living underground would know what Hands Across America was because they didn't have, didn't have a telly. Yeah. So yeah. it would have had to have been someone who lived on the surface to know what Hands Across America was. Yeah. Oh, I see, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That scene at the start where she's watching it on the telly, you yeah. see a reflection and it's her watching the telly, that's why she knows what it is. Yeah. So then when you see them recreating it, you, you know that it has to be her because yeah. she's seen it on the telly. Someone who lives underground wouldn't know what Fair it was. Enough. Yeah. Totally <laughs> I didn't see the reflection. Yeah. That's the reflection, didn't, didn't click who it was. Yeah. <laughs> there is actually a plot hole. With this reveal that comes later on, we'll get into that. <laughs> it wound me up. Are there lots of people living in it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so she's in the tree, and then does does then Adelaide then finish her off in the tree? No, no, she, she goes just, to, but then she just watches she just her die. Die. Hmm. Yeah, they get down to the beach, don't they? They have a bad daylight. It's like dawn, isn't it? And that's this is the bit with the fiery car. Yeah, mm. I love this scene. It's a great scene. That's a great scene. I think for me the best bit of it is the when the little kid does yeah. the mirror image and he walks and backwards Amazing. Um, yeah. into the flame. But it's so, it's like a menacing. Because, as you say, when they're sitting in the cupboard, they have almost got like a connection as well. Yeah. So it makes it extra, like it's extra. It's icky, isn't it? It's, it's like, extra gruesome almost yeah. because mm. he's had this connection with him and he yeah. doesn't really want to do it, but he's just doing it because yeah. he has to. And then they do that really good bit where the mum is in the shot, but you don't see it and then she moves. Yeah. Which I just love. Yeah, it's just so effective. Yeah, yeah. that 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 shot is just amazing. It's, it's got, beautiful. He's got the mask on and he's just walking backwards slowly, yeah. and he's just you can the inevitability of it. It's just yeah. like it's sad. He's gonna burn but, himself even more. No. Jason walks Pluto into the fire, and we think, yeah, he saved the day. And then he is then scrabbled by Red, isn't he? Yeah. And taken off to Merlin's forest, is it? Yeah. yeah. So Adelaide has to go and rescue a little boy. So she goes down into the subterranean world, doesn't she? And then I, I love that. I love the set. I think that's great. Mm. It's like the underground world. The, yes. The, with the tethered. Yes. So that's so the escalator's going down. So that that means it was like an underground station. Then doesn't it? That hasn't been used. Mm. Um, and then this is where we have the moment in the classroom. Is that right? Where she's writing on the yeah. blackboard. Um, and what's she drawing? It's all, it's all little stick figures with the hands held, yeah. hands held together, isn't it? Yeah, and then she's cutting up like a paper chain of paper dolls, yeah. Yeah. Of people. And this is where we get the. And she just, well, I can't even describe it to you because she just goes on. Yeah. She dresses on and on, blah, 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 blah. This is why I'm blah, blah, blah. It's like the, blah, this is why you, blah, blah, blah. And this is why I, blah, 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 blah. It's like those, um, it's like those, um, hair product. Adverts from the nineties when they go, now for the science. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now for the explanation. Yeah. yeah. So you have to endure that bit, and then you get the point because she starts. To, she talks about the dance classes. Yeah. And why there's talk earlier on around what's the name Elizabeth Moss's character, Casey. Casey and Adelaide having been dancers, mm. and why that's mentioned. There's a, a great interplay of them trying to. Of them fighting, but they're not fighting. They're dancing. Yeah, or one of them's dancing. That's really that's incredible. That's really really good. So that that's the bit I thought you had the problem with. Is I'm saying that is the best bit of this entire. Yeah, like visually and physically, that's all. That's no, all. No, no, the interplay of those two scenes. No, it's that bit before, immediately yeah. before it, which I'll get. There. Where she's yeah. she's 
Caught yeah. piece of paper, cut up paper, but you don't actually quite. I didn't realize immediately what she was cutting up. It's it's all that exposition or whatever it is you call it. Pile of shit. Yeah, just an exposition dump. Going on. You could have done it visually. You could have done it visually or just used used that time to do something else mm. and in a shorter time. It was too yeah. it was too much. See, yeah. I didn't mind it so much for like it's another one. It's like with Get Out, it was built as a horror. And when you see it, it is it is still a horror, but there's a sci fi vibe to it. Definitely yeah. a sci fi vibe. Yeah. And this as well, I think, us that's got a sci fi yeah. vibe to it. Yeah, yeah. And you talk about like it being a government experiment and these people, it's like a MK Ultra. Yeah. You know, like that government experiment yeah. it tested on people and stuff. So yeah. it reminds me of that. So again, it kind of almost like grounds in reality but like a twisted with like a sci-fi horror edge to it so, so I like that it is meant to be a thing that it's going to be like a trilogy of films that all kind of have a underlying themes of you think it's supernatural but it's not it's scientific which the first two have done yeah no that's but, but I'm fine but with that, that. I, I'm, I'm not you know no. I'm not because well I don't mind horror and sci-fi crossing over but why do you have to ruin your horror and justify it through scientific means? It's yeah. nonsense. But I think it's left... I think it's still somewhat ambiguous. What was the point of the experiment? Do they would you know, to use the people down there to control them up on the surface so that they could get people on the surface to do whatever they wanted. Or in actual fact, they have been all along. That we've, we've, we're all being controlled by our tethered Dr. No, Ganga's bullet. No. I felt like it was meant to be that they controlled us, but in reality, they couldn't get it to work, and so we controlled them. That's what I'm saying. The purpose of it was for them to control us. Whether Uh, it worked or not is is Uh, by the by. That was the purpose of it. Yeah, Yeah. and then this is why we have so much focus on rabbits as well, isn't it? Because obviously you get the scientific experiments and rabbits. Yeah. And also Jordan Peele said he he thinks rabbits are evil. Rabbits are creepy. He said that they did a bit of juxtaposition. He said this in the red carpet, so like you think they're all cute on the outside, but then when you like actually look into the balls of their eyes, they just look like sociopaths. <laughs> like they could just eat you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, they are. They bite you. Yeah, and he said that the fish are very bitey. They're not cute. And sex pests. Yeah, which I was for the like the mass reproduction of a rabbit kind of filled mm. in with the um, general themes. I thought the side. I thought the science thing was overdone. I think yeah, it could have too. could have been it could have been much lighter touch, and the thing around the rabbits, I knew it was something around cloning. That's all. It needed just to be something very. It could have been much more simple. You could have done it with the visuals. My um, my issue was I kept going back to the birds, um, and you know in the birds where you don't really know full on you don't fully ever know why the birds no. do what they're doing. Yeah, I know what you mean. It could have been a bit more And it's scary for that. Is. And then you know the final so the final shot in this film, think about the final scene in the birds where everything is localised, everything is all about that family trapped in that house. So you really, really care about them. And then they come out and then um the birds are everywhere and there's like there's a report on the radio saying, you know, it's 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 spreading. And then they just drive off, and you're like, "Oh my God, what's going to happen to them?" And it ends. And I felt like this film could have learned a bit of that f- from that. Yeah, it would have been far better with ambiguity. Yeah, than smoke-filled vista with yeah. military helicopters. And however, they did use one of my favorite ever songs for that scene, so I'll forgive it. It had that mini Ripperton Le Fleur song. 
which I think was used on a Maltese's advert. Mm. But well, they th- could have used that anyway, and it'd still be ambiguous. Yeah, yeah. totally. But Couldn't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The use of the song, it, the music, the music in this film is brilliant. The soundtrack, the soundtrack is, the soundtrack is, one, is of the, is one of the highlights. Excellent. Yeah, I'm swearing off this episode. That's great. But yeah, I'm you no. Know, that all was just it. That's what annoy. That's what annoys me about this film. Yeah, that's I mean, why it's not an eight. Oh, I really cool. enjoyed the score and everything in this. I think fabulous. Yeah, he's the same guy who did um, Get Out for Get Out. As Spielberg and told Jordan Peele that he had to work with him again because mm-hmm. he said that um, he's the John Williams. Oh, he's me. he's the John Williams like jo- like Jordan Peele's the new Spielberg. Yeah, but that's um, what he said. He's the new Shyamalan. He did it. Hmm. He wore it. I did like the kid wearing a fucking George t-shirt to the beach. I thought yeah, that was like so fucking cool. Yeah. Um, I wonder if that's a little nod to Spielberg, as if say I'm the next you. Yeah, I, I feel like it was a joke. I think. Yeah, I think it's because people him. are saying now about him that he's, yeah. he doesn't. Well, as he said, he, I don't know whether it was him or whether it was some reviewer and said he's not the next Spielberg. He's the first Jordan Peele. Which yeah. fair enough. People should he should be his own thing. There's a version of is it? I've got five on it. Where the kids dancing. That's the ballet. Yeah, yeah. Mm. The Tebbit remix, they call it. Is that yeah. what it's called? It's on the soundtrack. It's oh, amazing. that's amazing. Yeah. That scene, I went from this film is really good to that scene happened and I just had the biggest fucking smile on my face as soon as I realised what they were doing and it started into cut and I was just like, this is fucking beautiful. But the thing, so the things that made you love it are the, are the, are the things that, that I liked about it. Mm. So all those visuals and all those moments, apart from some of the humour, all those moments I think are brilliant. Yeah. And I think I think I'm, I'm I think from what I can gather about Jordan Peele, he's a massive horror fan. Mm-hmm. He really respects horror. He's a massive sci-fi fan as well, obviously Twilight Zone and all that coming out. Um, and I think I'm I'm really made up. I'm really delighted that he's getting all the all of the hype that he's getting because horror directors who are doing this stuff deserve it. They yeah. should be respected more. Horror directors should be respected more. I just felt like the film was a bit too flabby, and I feel like for someone who knows horror the way he knows it, I'd have expected it to be a bit tighter, and and I'd expected to sidestep some of the pitfalls like the exposition dump. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that's what made me disappointed. But there's I still really liked it. Wrong, but I think it's yeah. overall brilliant. Yeah. Maybe it's just a bit of second album. Syndrome. Yeah, you've had it's okay. You've had like a huge success with your first major feature. Your next one is good. Mm-hmm. It doesn't doesn't necessarily have the spark of the first thing, but well, that doesn't necessarily mean yeah. that the third and fourth albums going to be bad. No. And the thing with Get Out was as well that he had a lot to say, mm. but he. One, I've said it. I've said it about five times in an hour. He had a lot to say, but he said it really succinctly. Yeah. He said it. He was. It was tight the way he said it. Whereas with this, he's got a lot to say, but it's messy, mm. and that's my issue. I I just came out of this thinking that actually Get Out wasn't a kind of out of nowhere one hit wonder. I just came out of this thinking actually he's got a lot more to say, and oh, yeah, it's not perfect, but I am completely on board to like see what he does see next. See whatever the fuck he does next. Totally. I will watch because I was. I saw the trailer and I thought how much I loved um, Get Out and I was thinking I think this is going to let me down I think I'm going to go to the cinema and I'm going to not like it mm. and that was what I was kind of going in expecting mm. so then it just kind of fucking blew me out the water that I was like 
He's done it again. So on off the back of this, Twitter has been overrun with suddenly there's a big there's a big space of new horror experts that are coming out right. chatting stuff that you've never heard of before. Who are saying how it, this film has saved horror yeah. and Hereditary saved horror last year. The Witch yeah. saved horror a couple years before that. Yeah. Um, who knew? Isn't so much trouble. And now, and now, and they don't seem to realise the horror's been going for a long time and isn't going anywhere. It doesn't need yeah. any saving. Uh, to be fair, I mean, I can see if someone's if someone gets into horror off the back of watching these films, then that's fine. I, I, I respect that. Oh yeah, totally. Oh, please don't say the saved horror. <laughs> yeah, really don't do, you, do some homework. Horror didn't, doesn't need saving. Yeah. It's like what's this one going around at the minute where it's like fucking horror Twitter's been all over and it's like. These are the four different kinds of horror fans. And it's like, you can don't need to be any horror fan. Yeah. You just fucking watch what you want. You yeah. just yeah. like anything. Doesn't... You just have that gut reaction. So so you the, the beauty of the horror film is Martin shitting himself watching this. It's 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 me watching someone's watching me the other night and screaming twice. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I've seen that film three times, four times, it's that gut reaction that you get when you just get sucked in by something and yeah. you get a fucking good fright out of it. Yeah, and it's it's just, a, it's a it's a great thing, and you should just go with it. It's all too tr- like tribal. It's, it's like it's tribal, and at least it's just fucking like yeah. just watch what you want. Yeah, but, just enjoy it. But did we like the last shot of the film? So the last shot, isn't it? Is, is hands everybody's tethered, hands yeah. across America yeah. style, yeah. all over the hills. And do we, do we get the? Do we get the? Do we actually finally get it confirmed before that scene, or is yeah. it after that scene? Yeah, before. We get the confirmed reveal because that she is. But mm. it's the most ham-fisted fucking anyway, stupid thing I've ever seen. It's it like was if, you didn't, so... if you didn't know at this point, what the fuck were you doing in this film? Mm. What were you watching that you mm. didn't get it? Yeah, <laughs> I do think it was really, really ham-fisted. But I like the fact that they just showed you the same scenes that they showed earlier, but then they had like three frames on the end of each one, and it completely changed the meaning of it. I did like that. However, it was just like two. Ram down tricks, but that's the image that scared me. It was the um, the bit where the little girl lunges at her, yeah, out of the dark. Oh, fuck me, I just no, (laughs) really don't like that image. I'm trying to think of anything in the film that scared me because I feel like there must have been something. I quite liked that the um, the 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 ending of it when the um, the was it the dad and the two kids outside. Like in a theme park, it might be a bit of Nightmare City. The end of Nightmare City is on a theme park. Oh, isn't it, it is, yes. Oh, yeah, it is. I forgot that. <laughs> and it's like roller coasters and stuff in the background. I think and the thing that's scared... I wonder if the people pretending to be on roller coasters downstairs, like the type of downstairs that were yeah, like yeah, shaking yeah. and vibrating and like spinning the rooms, they were really creepy and weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're like on a carousel, aren't they? Yeah, they're just spinning around. around. Weird, I, I think the thing I think the thing I found creepy and scary was the little boy in his white mask. I think mm-hmm. yeah, the image of him. Yeah. I thought that's that is creepy. Mm. Yeah. It's sad though it's like they put that scene in the trailer and that that definitely hooked me into the film, but then as you say, that that might be the best scene in the film and it's a bit sad the films are just being so spoiled nowadays with you seen the best bits in the trailer. I don't think the dance was better. No. I, did, no, I, did, I, I don't know. What was your favourite bit? I no. think the fire. I tell you, there's lots of bits that I liked. I loved the dance bit. I loved. I did. I loved Elizabeth Moss, evil mm. Elizabeth Moss yeah. with the makeup. The makeup yeah. And just how and that just her face just transformed the more she was playing. Yeah. In the mirror. I did actually quite like the the. I did quite like the bit in the car where. Adelaide's driving the car at the end and just turns to the turns to the boy 
I had have questioned about whether the boy he obviously the guy who suspects he doesn't he suspects yeah. or he's being told and he's so terrified and can't speak because he knows actually that she's never been his is that why he, he's withdrawn for the whole film but no but she still is his mom can I, can I yeah can yeah. I get into this are the kids tethered then because if she gave birth to them in up there but she was tethered. Then those kids are the tethered ones and the ones downstairs. That's where I wondered whether he was... T- I was wondering, actually, when they were driving off at the end of the car, is he tethered? Is he... Technically, he, I think he is, but yeah. I, th- I think this just plays into the only one thing changed the life. Mm. And that the tethered and the normal people are no difference, except which one you were born into. Yeah. The very, very end panoramic shot is what really pissed pissed me off yeah like uh, helicopters flying around yeah. it's like, yeah, yeah, didn't, need, didn't need to end like that I was just swept up in the song I don't know the last, yeah. the last <laughs> I, sat, I sat singing in the city I genuinely <laughs> think if you took the helicopters up I would have liked it more yeah I just think the helicopters kind of made it a bit tacky yeah yeah um, but yeah actually the, the panorama was good Ooh, so do we want to know what Jeremiah 11, yes. 11 is go on then go on the actual verse is Therefore thus saith the Lord Behold I will bring evil upon them Which they shall not be able to escape And though they shall cry unto me I will not hearken unto them mm-hmm. And You're all fucked basically You're all fucked I'm not going to listen to you Duality meaning The tethered are evil and bringing Coming to the surface And they're unstoppable And the family aren't going to be able to stop them but more like what happened to the Tebbit down there is evil and they can't escape from their hellhole that they're in. Mm. And it's kind of playing off both of those meanings. Yeah. Work at the same time. Well, there is lots of references to 11 11. There was, yeah. Oh, yeah. Isn't there, there is. a football, there's like there's football, football. There's football game on and the scores 11 11. There's the, um, the, the clock. I remember that bit. Um, one of the girls the gymnastic girls wears a t-shirt it's a black flag t-shirt isn't it which is the black flag logos for white lines right yeah. like 11 right. 11 also yeah Hands Across America the film opens with the, um, the car sticker of the family on the car like to say that it's a family in the car thing and they're all holding hands and there's, there's, which I only noticed the second time random was like Ooh. isn't the song on the advert the same as the Minnie Ripson song as well I think it's another version of I it think on it the advert which I always thought was from the musical Hair, but I don't think it is. I think it just sounds like something it from the musical. It does sound like Hair. Let the sun shine, let, let the sun shine. Do you think a queer audience watching this will identify seeing a marginalised community coming out of the shadows and walking all over the people who've walked all over them? I just saw myself in the wine one. You are? I saw myself in the wine one. I'm like, fuck it, fuck. Like, I don't... I was disturbed by the fact that she drove Rose out of the tumbler, but you know, she was at the beach. Yeah. What are you going to do? You've got to forgive her for these things. Yeah. But yeah, I did sort of see a little bit of a sort of thing there about the, you know, well, I think the other sort yeah. of. As soon as you're doing something that's talking about an underclass, like in that way, you're always going to have something that resonates resonates with us because you've also instantly got that outside of that. See, I don't, I don't think there is. I don't think it's necessarily referencing like a black experience of America I think it's more oh, no. I think it's more to do with kind of like the people that have been kind of let down by society or like you know like homeless people like veterans and mental yeah. health people with mental yeah. health problems totally. I think they're, they're that they're the genuine underclass of America I think sad story is though that the two are intrinsically linked no I, I don't <laughs> I don't deny that you but know. 
I think, but I think it is played up because you've got the weight from me that is mm. higher again. But I think it is, it's all layers and it's them not realizing their privilege to mm. me. That's what it's all about is that everyone's in their own place and thinks that they they haven't got enough. Yeah. 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 They all want more. Like even the rich white people, I still think they want more because they want yeah. each other to like just fuck off basically if they hate each other. I like, a, I like a good relationship where like rich people just hate each other but they're just with each other because they're yeah. rich. <laughs> Lazy. Yeah. And why not? And they're just alcoholics. So there we have it. Actually, I mean, I was the one in the group who was the least enamoured by it but I still actually really quite liked it. I liked it as a film. I'm looking forward to seeing it again. So I think it's all overall quite a pos- It's a very positive yeah, I response to the film, isn't it? Really, I want to see Jordan Peele's next films. Yeah, me I too. want to, like. I always think his next films will be more interesting and and will will be better because he won't be weighed down with the hype of Get Out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's also got a hand in the Candyman remake, hasn't he? Right. Yeah, yeah. isn't he in charge of the Twilight Zone as well. Yeah. I think I did say in our Get Out episode that it felt like a pilot for a new Twilight Zone. Well, this feels like a Twilight Zone episode yeah. as That's well. What I think that kind of sci-fi edge it is like a outer yeah. limit or Twilight Zone. Yeah. They do actually, I think there's a scene which is from an old Twilight Zone episode. I've seen it going around on Twitter recently. It's a, I can't remember what one it is. It's a guy, guy runs down the stairs and looks like he's going to run out the building but that's a mirror and he runs into the mirror. It's from and the Twilight the, episode Mirror Image. Mirror Image, that's it. And then in the Hall of Mirrors the girl runs into the mirror uh, and it's yeah, like it's like yeah. that scene and I was like, that's a Twilight Zone scene. And uh, he's, yeah, yeah. He's in charge of Twilight Zone. based. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, good for him. And let's yeah. hope that people stop preferring to him as the new Spielberg and the new Shyamalan. And the saviour of horror. Let's, and let's, they just talk about Jordan Peele being a good director yeah, in his yeah, filmmaker in his own right that yeah. he's just like we just talk about Jordan Peele films yeah. and not compare them to other people yeah. Yeah. 100%, 100%. Mm. 100% who is being a straight up like he's talked about how he's a horror filmmaker I don't even understand why Spielberg is getting brought into this Spielberg to me is not a horror director. Well, he did Poltergeist. He, he did. <laughs> he did Poltergeist. <laughs> he, he, did. De- he definitely did Poltergeist. He, did Poltergeist. he definitely yeah, did. I've called bullshit on this. It's definitely him. Um, sort of, yeah. And okay, Jaws, but Jewel. You've got like moments of scariness in his films, but he is not a horror director no, to me. I wouldn't. That was over thirty. They were over thirty. They're thirty-five, forty plus years. Yeah. Okay. So why not say he's like? I mean, I don't know who he would be compared to, but why not say he's the new John Carpenter? Why not say he's the new Wes Craven? Wes Craven. Mm. Why are we talking about Spielberg? It's like because you only know one director. Because you have to hook him onto some something that appears culturally legitimate. Because he can't just be a good filmmaker of horror films. Of horror yeah. films, it has to be. And yeah. it, and it has to be. And people legitimate. And people think. Oh, well, he's a black director, so also we can't just, you know, we can't just let it just be. So we all liked it anyway. Yeah. We, we recommend go you go and see, see it. it. Yeah, go and see it. it. You can get me at Johnny Larkin on Twitter. You can get Stephen Moore on Twitter. What's your address? Look at the address on. <laughs> 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 I'll email it to you. Just, yeah, just DM me for Stephen's address. <laughs> and it's HD99. Jonathan Butler? It's uh, Castillo 502. Where can we get my I'll be on the beach at the Tumblr of Rosie. <laughs> <laughs> Will you be on Tumblr? <laughs> <laughs>